Welcome to Cairo Feast, where we are serving up big helpings of wisdom in the successful practice of chiropractic, the world of entrepreneurialism, and extra servings of mentorship to navigate this wonderful experience we call life. My name is Dr. Jeff Danielson. I've built, bought, and sold many chiropractic practices and currently own 19 limited liability corporations. I love the entrepreneurial spirit, and I pay it forward through a company called Big Fish Enterprises. I coach and mentor business owners so they don't repeat the mistakes that I made in my career. Every week, we cover a topic that will help make you a better leader and a better entrepreneur. Or maybe it's just going to be a topic that helps you become a better person. You'll want to share these episodes because in life, it is always better to pay it forward. And now, let's get into today's topic. Come and get it! Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And today, I've got something a little bit different for you because I'm going to tell you what I have done wrong right now by telling you I almost didn't see this material that I'm going to share with you because I'm an idiot and I made a judgment in thinking that I can't learn something from someone that I don't always agree with. So I'm going to share with you today uh, the first half of the 13 things you can learn from Oprah. Okay? Oprah. So buckle up. Here we go. Get your bib on because we're going to feast on that. So let's get started. All right. So the first, the first thing you need to understand is that, yes, you can learn something from anyone. And I want you to learn this lesson very clearly and very strongly right now. If you ever have an opportunity to, um, to go to a conference and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like that conference. I, but, I, but you have an opportunity. Maybe somebody's going to pay for it for you. Maybe you can be with some people that you really want to be with, but you don't really want to go to that conference, that kind of thing. Go anyway. Because I don't care who it is that's speaking, you might disagree with 99% of what is being uh, spoken about. But the 1%, the one thing out of 100 that you do resonate with, that can change you, that can impact your life in a way that nothing else would have is worth the price of admission. It's worth it to go. And sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes it's good to be reminded of the 99 things that you don't agree with because it helps define who you are. Okay? Because if you don't agree with something, at least you now know that and it's determined. So what I did recently was I came across... The 13 Rules of Success from Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Now, you know, most everybody knows Oprah, but not everybody knows Oprah's story, and I'm not going to get into it here. But uh, suffice it to say, uh, Oprah came from nothing. She came from nothing. And she has built an empire. And yeah, some of her empire I just don't agree with what she does and how she does it, and, and this, that, and the other thing. But there is no denying the success of this human being and the things that she has overcome to get where she is today. It is truly, truly remarkable. So I think, I, I think it's good to, to look at the 13 things that she says 
hey, these are kind of my rules for success. Are you interested? You should be because she's done it. So let's go through them. And uh, uh, I made the decision almost to ignore it. And I thought to myself, oh, come on, just look at it. It might be interesting. And so I did. And I thought these were great. So number one, number one rule of Oprah for success, have empathy. Have empathy. Now, a lot of us don't even know what the the definition of empathy is. And we use it interchangeably a little bit with the word sympathy. Sympathy is sharing in the feelings of another person, uh, completely sharing the same feelings, okay? Empathy is not being able to share the feelings, but understanding the feelings of another person. So you're not necessarily walking in their shoes, but you are empathetic. You see what they're going through and you understand what they're going through. That is empathy. And if you can have empathy for others, it will make you a much more humble servant to serve other people. So have empathy for others because they're going, everybody's going through stuff, you guys. Everybody's going through stuff. And most people put up a front that they have no stuff. And those people are liars. We all have got stuff, right? So have empathy. Number two, this is an important one as well. Uh, validate others. Validate other people. And, you know, one of my favorite videos of all time, um, and, it, you know, it doesn't even really have like a, uh, I don't even know how I found this, but if you go to YouTube and you type in the word validation, um, this character called Hugh Newman uh, did a 15-minute video about validation, about validating other people and you know, letting, you know, giving people a compliment and, and telling them what they are good at. And it's just, it's a quirky, goofy little video with a such a strong message. So if you can go to YouTube, you know, write this down. If you're taking notes, write down the word validation, type it into YouTube. It should, should show up. Uh, Hugh Newman is the, is the character in there. Um, validating other people because you want to be validated too, right? You want to be validated for who you are, what you do, and where you're going in life. And we all need that. We all need that validation. Number three, know that you are good enough. You know, I, I think, especially in this uh, social media-driven world, um, we all need to back up a little bit. Back away from the microphone. Back away from everything that you're watching and you're seeing and just know that you are good enough. You know, I've said that to my kids and, and, and there's so much pressure to be, you know, uh, to, to have an Instagram following, to be an influencer, to be this, this person, this thing that people, you know, want to be. And, and um, I think sometimes you got to just, you got to just step aside and say, you know what, you're good enough. You are enough. Don't feel the pressure to be more. You know, God made you just the way you are. Don't feel that pressure, but be driven. Be driven to be who God designed you to be and be the best version of that that you can possibly be. That's it. That's it. You're not supposed to be the president. You're not supposed to be the superstar athlete. It's okay being 
who you are and how God made you. Number four, <coughs> I think it's important to be able to stand in other people's shoes. And I, I th- this goes in many different directions, you guys. So, um, you know, I... I oftentimes I, I, during the during the Trump presidency and how much that man was attacked, I, I, I thought this probably a thousand times. I thought to myself, "Thank the Lord that I am not the president of the United States um, for the barbs and the jabs and the arrows that 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 man took." Um, it just seemed to be overwhelming, and and you, you see this with other people too. And it's both sides of of the political aisle. So you know, whatever it. You know, when you put yourself out there, you are put, putting yourself out there to take the stabs, to take the arrows. And um, sometimes you have to just look at, at what position people have, what that requires um, to be in that position. Stand in their shoes for a moment. And sometimes, you know, with the pressures and, and things that I deal with, I look at people like that that are in uh, enormous situations, you know, presidents of companies and presidents of countries. And, you know, uh, just recently, Simone Biles, uh, you know, a top gymnast in the world who kind of succumbed to the pressure of being that top elite athlete in the world mentally. And you don't understand what they're going through unless you were in their shoes, unless you were in their position. And, uh, you know, all you can do is try to have empathy, okay? Back to number one, have empathy for people in their situation. And, you know, it goes the other direction as well. So let's think about, you know, wherever you are in your position and people that are maybe three, four, five notches down in influence or how busy they are and uh, what they are doing in their life, but you don't know, uh, you know, the pressures of maybe just uh, having enough money to buy food for that day. Stand in the shoes of somebody that wakes up every morning not knowing if they're going to have dinner. You know, stand in the shoes of somebody that doesn't know if they're going to have a place to sleep that night. Put yourself in those shoes. So, you know... Being able to relate to each other, I think, is is really the first step in being able to love other people and respect other people. So stand in other people's shoes. That was number four. Number five, stop comparing yourself to others. Oh, boy. You know, uh, this this podcast is primarily for chiropractors, although there's other business people as well that listen in, which is great. And this is true in every profession. But in chiropractic, my goodness, uh, yeah, there's there's always this uh, comparison to other practitioners. You know, uh, how many patient visits did you see last week? Um, yeah, how big is your practice? How many how many uh, kids do you see in your practice? You know, uh, how much money do you have at the end of the month? How much money are you collecting? You know, all these different things. How big is your house? How nice is your car? How many feet is your boat? You know, uh, recently I met somebody who had the most amazing wine collection. And I've gotten to this point in my life um, where, you know, I think 25 years ago, I probably would have been, you know, overly like 
overly t- taken with this person's wine collection that that I met recently. And um, I've gotten to this point in my life where when I see somebody with something great like that, just a great collection, it doesn't make me want it. I, I don't want a giant wine collection. I enjoy the few bottles that I have, but I, I, I have no desire to compete with someone to have a giant wine collection. I just was able to tell this person how amazing the collection was, and I was able to enjoy the collection with them. And ask them questions about where did this one come from, and you know how long have you had this one? And okay, if you if you could sell this online, what would it sell for right now? I mean, I was just truly intrigued and loved getting to know this person's collection, and um, and this person was uh, just so elated to tell me about it. It was it was wonderful. It was it was a great experience. Um, but it wouldn't have happened if if I was jealous of this person's collection. And the same thing happened. Uh, this was just happened last week. I went uh, to a friend's house, and you know he had told me that he collects NASCAR uh, memorabilia. And you know, and we got talking about that. And I said, well, you know, one of my favorite drivers. I, I don't know who to root for anymore because you know Jeff Gordon was one of my favorite drivers, and you know he's been retired now for a while, and. I don't know who to root for. He said, oh, I, one of these days I got to share my, my NASCAR collection with you. And so I went to his house and then went out to dinner. But, but uh, as, as I went to his house, then he showed my wife and I, he took us into his NASCAR room. He has a NASCAR room in his house. Um, and this room was truly unbelievable. I mean, uh, the, uh, the little um, model cars and a lot of them, Jeff Gordon, he probably had 150 Jeff Gordon cars. Um, and he had old matchbox cars in there and he had, I mean, incredible stuff. Uh, he had fenders of probably five or six cars. He had a hood of a car. Um, you know, all of these signed by the, by the racer, all of them had, you know, rubber on them and paint on them and dents on them from the races that they were in. It was, it was the most incredible NASCAR collection that I had ever seen and I just walked around that room and he was sharing stories and and I asked him okay so there's hundreds of items in here what are the three things in this room that if your house was on fire and you could save three of the things in this room what would those three things be he looked at me and he goes that's an amazing question and I said yeah and I want to know the answer and then he shared the stories behind three items and they were not at all the three items I would have thought. One of them was a book. You know, one of them was a trophy that was in there that had nothing to do with NASCAR. It had to do with his kids. You know, it was just, it was, it was truly amazing. So, but I don't want a NASCAR room in my house. I, you know, I love enjoying the things that other people do and asking questions and, and hearing the stories, but I don't need to have a NASCAR room in my house. All right. Last one I'm going to share for this episode is learn to say no. Learn to say no. Now, I will add to this, okay? So Oprah says learn to say no because why, you know, there's probably hundreds of people every day sending her letters, you know, giving her a pitch you know, trying to get her to do something, you know, build something, give money to something, um, you know, do a different show, some kind of project to work on. You know, she's got hundreds a day and she can probably, she probably doesn't even pick one per week that she says yes to. 
she's had to learn to say no to like 99.9% of everything that is put in front of her. So she's had to learn to say no. Now, I would also say to you, especially when you're early in your career, that you need to learn to say yes. And I, I say that because many times people feel inadequate to be able to do something, to be able to build something, to be able to join a team. People feel like, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough to, to be a doctor in your clinic. No, I believe you are. Join me. Say yes. Say yes. You know, um, I think too often when we're young, we feel inadequate. We feel like we're not able to do something. And yes, when you get to Oprah's point and there's 100 people asking you to do things, you can't do it all. It's a matter of you know, a capacity. You just can't do it all and you shouldn't do it all because you won't do it well. But when you're young, consider everything. Pray about it. Ask other people. Ask mentors. Talk about it. Um, you know, strategize. And then, you know what? Sometimes you just got to go for it. Just say yes. So those are, uh, those are the top six. We're going to hit the next seven of these. And man, this was power, power packed. This was just 15, 16 minutes, something like that. Um, but this was power packed stuff from Oprah. Okay, now I've added stuff to this, um, but these are, the, these are the, uh, the nuggets that she gave me and that I, I learned in just reading her list. I'll re- repeat them to you once again. Number one, uh, these are the uh, top 13 rules for success from Oprah. Number one was have empathy. Number two was validate other people. Number three, know that you're good enough. Know that you're enough, just how God made you. Number four, stand in other people's shoes. Once in a while, get the view from where other people are at. Number five is stop comparing yourself to other people. And number six is learn to say no and sometimes yes. All right. So there you go. Um, there's the, the first six of, of 13. Um, we're going to pick this up in the next episode. If you have not subscribed to uh, Cairo Feast, do it now. Subscribe so that every week you get a little reminder of what's coming up and uh, a reminder that, hey, the new episode has dropped and just gives you an opportunity to uh, to click play and listen to this on your way to work. And that, that's really what I think about uh, most of the time is um, covering something that people can listen to while they're on their way to work instead of feeding yourself with all kinds of crap um, uh, that's on the radio or just, you know, just music or something like that. Uh, you know, put something good into your heart and into your spirit and learn something that you can apply that day, that day on your way to work. Okay, so top six. Thanks for staying hungry, my friends. Uh, share, 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 share this information with other people. Get other people to listen. Um, that's the only way that we can expand our influence. Um, and as always, pay it forward.